Hello and welcome to Nurture and Nourish. This is Nat Nissen, your host. Tonight we're talking about fitness. And before we talk about that, I just wanted to remind you, and I, I'm sure I'm reminding you because I know a lot of people have heard this story, and I won't do this story justice, but you'll get the gist. I was told a story once about a person who was witnessing two butterflies coming out of their cocoon or caterpillars turning into butterflies and one of them was almost out but this person was noticing that the other was still struggling in the cocoon and they felt sorry for this caterpillar turning into a butterfly so they opened up the cocoon to help it now the butterfly that did it all on its own lived and flew on and the butterfly that was helped passed away when it came out of the cocoon it wasn't able to fly at all now this person was confused about this so sought some answers and someone who knew about butterflies told them that it's actually the resistance and the challenge of getting out of the cocoon that gives them the ability to fly. It creates chemicals in their body. It creates strength in their wings. And the caterpillar cannot become a butterfly without that resistance, without the resistance and the challenge to change into the butterfly. It is actually that resistance that causes the butterfly to be so beautiful that causes it to be able to fly in the first place. Which leads me to fitness and the analogy of resistance and muscles, etc. Fitness is an incredible part of the four pillars, very much intertwined with the first physical pillar. However, it has hundreds of positive impacts in all of the pillars, the physical, the mental, the emotional and the energetic. Now I've recently embarked on a new fitness journey. I like to set new goals and challenge myself, especially in the fitness area. And in embarking on this, I realised that even though I've been on this journey of fitness for such a long time, as we make new and exciting goals, there is still some resistance that comes up. Just as when I lift weights, I have resistance. And without that resistance, I'm not able to make my muscles stronger. I'm not able to get the results I want. My body also had some resistance in terms of my mental pillar, creating new habits again, making time, getting used to a new routine. I also had resistance on the emotional pillar because at first as my body was changing and changing for the better, changing how I wanted it to change, to be stronger, to feel fitter, to have more energy, to have better quality sleep, 
for my posture to improve, all of those wonderful things, I felt differently in the world. I was traveling around the world during my day, feeling differently than I I usually do. I felt better. I felt more energetic. I had more confidence. So many positive results, but I felt different. And that brought up a challenge. When I moved into my mental pillar, my mental pillar wanted me to stay where I was. I felt safe where I was. My body felt safe where I was. Even though I wanted it to change, I wanted to have more energy. I felt safe where I was. I knew about that place. I'd been there for a little while. And my mental pillar was saying, you don't need to do this. This is too difficult. You don't have time for this. We've got other things to do. When I was too focused on the mental pillar and I moved too far into overthinking and into my mind, I noticed that I had a real resistance to the change that I actually wanted to create within myself. I had resistance against the resistance that I wanted. I had resistance against the challenge that I wanted in my life, that I brought upon myself as an exciting journey. My mental pillar said, let's stay the same. And it brought up many, many sabotage patterns. However, when I moved into my emotional pillar, into my body, into myself, I was reminded that feeling that energy, feeling better posture, that's not good English, having better posture, having better quality sleep, feeling more confident, really enjoying being in my body, That is my natural state. And as I entered my body more and entered myself and kept reminding myself that my natural state is one of loving being in my body, I was able to move through the feelings and sabotage patterns of old that were coming up. I was able to release them. I was able to acknowledge them, accept them, release them and realign with my natural state. Realign with the fact that my natural state is to create an environment within myself that I truly love. And the actions that I was taking was helping me do just that. My desire to be fitter, my desire to have better posture so that when I'm working on my computer all day, I don't feel it in my shoulders. My desire to have a greater endurance, 
to have better cardiovascular fitness. My desire to have this goal is part of my natural state, is part of me being the best me I can possibly be. And that's how our desires help us. They're there to help us be our very best selves. And when we move out of our mental pillar and into our emotional pillar and energetic pillar, when we move into our body and ourselves, we can come from a different perspective and understand that loving being in our body, that feeling of feeling free, of feeling light, of feeling happy, though may be different than before, is exactly where we need to be. It is our natural state. And then we can return to our mental pillar, knowing that we are larger than our mind, we are larger than our body, and we can guide our mental pillar for good use. Instead of allowing our mind to control us with its sabotage patterns and its old habits that no longer serve us, we can guide our mind and say, I need you to look after me. Those days that I'm not really feeling like working out or those days I'm low on energy, I need to call on you for discipline. I need you to remind me that I made a commitment to myself, that I'm going to show up for myself. I need you to remind me and help me through imagination of my desires and the reason that I wanted this goal in the first place. And that is the true use of intertwining all the physical pillars, all the physical pillar, all the mental pillar, all the emotional pillar and all the energetic pillar together. They work beautifully in harmony. What we need to do is move out of our overthinking mind, out of our anxiety-ridden mind, into ourselves and our body, free ourselves, accept, acknowledge and release what needs to come up and realign with our natural state. Realise that we are larger than our mind, we're larger than our body. And we get to guide our mind. We get to use our mind for good. We get to guide our mind and say, hey, when I need your help, I'm going to call on you because you're really good at discipline. You're really good at reminding me. You're really, really good at imagining and helping me remember my why. You're really good at helping me visualize and to see things. To help me create. You're really good at helping me show up. Even when I didn't want to. Because I'm so thankful after. So it's so important that we don't turn our back on resistance 
I'm certainly not saying we need to suffer. But resistance is not suffering. Resistance is the willingness and open, openness to change. Resistance is the ability for us to grow into the person we want to become because without that resistance, just like the caterpillar, we don't get to turn into the butterfly. So whenever we have a goal or a dream or desire in front of us, there will always be some resistance. But instead of seeing it as a negative, we need to see it as a positive. And we need to be able to move into our body and ourselves and understand and connect with our natural state, which is health, happiness, vitality, joy, peace, flow, and being completely comfortable within our own beautiful body frame. And then we will understand, we get to understand how powerful and large we really are, how we are larger than our mind and our body, and we get to guide our mind, not the other way around. We get to use our mind for good. And it does some incredible things if we allow it. It can also run away with overthinking and anxiety if we allow it too. With old habits and sabotage patterns and all sorts of things that go on in our mind if we allow that to happen also. But that's what happens when we forget who we are. That's what happens when we live in the mental pillar believing that we're small when we live in the mental pillar, believing that it controls us. So next time you feel resistance, next time you feel a, a little bit uncomfortable, move into that space. Enjoy that challenge of resistance. And especially enjoy the growth that occurs after you've moved through that resistance and you've kept that commitment to yourself to follow your dreams and goals and desires. Because just like the caterpillar, without that resistance, we don't get to turn into the butterfly. Without doing the weights at the gym, my posture doesn't improve. I don't become stronger. Without learning new skills, we don't get to understand how to use our computer. And after we walk through that resistance, we understand what a beautiful gift it is to have gone on that journey and to become who we are, to be on the journey of stepping forward every day into becoming the person that we really want to be and as I often say, the person that we really are. So don't be scared of resistance. Welcome it. 
because resistance doesn't have to be suffering. Resistance can be fun, exciting, a new way forward, a wonderful way for expansion and growth. And it's definitely something to look forward to, to watch yourself becoming the person that you really are. Thank you so much for listening and I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now.